we acknowledge the original owners of the land on which we podcast, whose stories were told for thousands of years. Today, we are recording in Mianjin. We pay our respects to elders past and present who may be listening. Sovereignty was never ceded. A quick note before we get started that there may be some swearing in today's podcast. If you don't like swearing or usually listen with children in the car, you have been warned. You're listening to What in the NDIS Now, a podcast where I, Hannah Redford, and my friend Sam Rosenbaum interview participants and providers about all things NDIS. Hi, Sam. How are you going? I'm good, Hannah. Yourself? Oh, yeah. All right. How was your Christmas and New Year? My Christmas New Year was uh, an interesting one. Uh, as some people may or may not know, we had to cancel our all access, the all access pass going to Woodford this year. So it's a little bit disappointed by that, but safety first, we're running a number of participants got COVID there and um, a number of staff had to come, we're pulling out. So unfortunately we couldn't provide safe support. So we made that executive decision. And once we uh, got over that one, um, I started reading the Disability Royal Commission report as well as getting into the NDIS review. So at least it was a little productive. Sounds like you know how to have a good time. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So while the podcast is on hiatus, this is just a quick check in with our lovely audience. Say hi, how are you going? And yeah, to have a quick chat and tell you what we have in store for you this year because we are super excited. Very indeed. So, um, Hannah, what are we doing first up? So, we have our very first live show. It is on Friday the 19th of January 2024. Can you believe it's 2024 already? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> um, it's going to be that all year. It's amazing. Just remember that when you're putting it in your emails, not to put 2023. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So tickets are $25. There will be you and me and a very special guest who we've told everyone already who it is. It is Karen Lorenzon, the amazing Karen who we love. So what you're going to be able to do as you walk in, there will be a QR code and you can ask a question of any of the three of us. So obviously I know a lot about support coordination and the NDIS in general. Sam knows about compliance and risk and ask him about all access pass because it is definitely something that's cool that's going to keep going. And then Karen, of course, understands about marketing So definitely ask her lots of questions about how to market your business and any tips about networking too. I'm sure she would love to answer all of your networky questions. There will be time to network at the beginning and at the end of the record. 
So it will be a really fun time. Links to the tickets, where to buy the tickets, are in the show notes and on our socials. And we've also got a really good lineup of speakers for this year. We've already booked in most of the first part of our year. Uh, which is awesome to see. Look at us getting all, well, all right, let's rephrase that. Look at you getting organized for us. So yeah, no, we're, we're very much, we're, and last year we had such a fun time speaking to all our all our guests, growing our little podcast, especially if you think about it, we were starting at the start of the conversation early last year around, you were very much like, oh, I want to do a podcast. I love podcasts. Let's do one. And I was like, why not? Let's do it. Um, but we've grown so much, haven't we? It's it's so exciting and I I love podcasting. If if I could, this is what I'd do for a profession. Uh, like also because I love talking. <laughs> but when I get onto topics that I'm really passionate about, the trick is getting me to stop talking. So it'll be fun during the live podcast because we we really won't well, have the three of long, us yeah. the three of us <laughs> <laughs> all very big talkers but no I will be keeping a tight leash on us and saying nope we're out of time for that question move on to the next one but yeah the live episode will be event that we would love to see you all at and then you will be able to see our gorgeous faces. If you haven't met us or seen us before, you'll be able to put a face to the voice. That episode will then be released on the podcast feed on the 29th of January. And then the Monday after that, we will start back with regular episodes. We have spoken to a former OPG. We have spoken to an OT. We will be talking to uh, someone who is an ex-planner. We are talking to a SLES provider. We are talking to participants. We are talking to loads of different people from different parts of the disability sector and we are super excited to bring you all of those conversations. Absolutely and not forgetting the important breakdown and pulling apart of both the NDIS review and the Disability Royal Commission and in addition to that we're also bringing you any updates that come out from the NDIS and the NDIA and the quality and safeguards in between. Yes, we are making sure that this year we will have a regular monthly news episode. People who really love the news episode will also notice that it'll be easier to identify the news episodes because we will have some new cover art, that episode cover art that is coming. So watch out for that. <laughs> Me and Ellie worked on that during the break. It's, well, I haven't it's seen this yet. That's going to be not exciting. super fancy. <laughs> Don't get too oh, excited. Say, it's super fancy. Come on. <laughs> but it that'll just make it easier to identify whether it's a news episode, a deep dive, or a regular interview episode. So that if you prefer one or the other types of episodes, they're easier and faster for you to identify those. 
And of course, as always, if you have a topic or you'd like to become, uh, become a guest on the podcast, please feel free to reach out to us on whatinthendispod at gmail.com. And Hannah, so how, what, what did you get up to for the rest of your holidays other than getting some creative with some artwork? <laughs> it was actually really nice to have some time off. I haven't done that in a few years, actually, which is... I know, really silly of me, but owning my own business, it's it's really hard to get some time off. Very true. Because if I don't work, I don't earn money. And if I don't earn money, I won't have a place to live. <laughs> so, you know. All the, all the funds of small business owners. Oh, man. There's days when you're like, why do I do this again? <laughs> yeah. Actually... So I have FND and my swallowing has gotten worse. So now I'm having to use straws all the time. I actually aspirated on some wine, which uh, I then got a lung infection because <laughs> I oh, got no. wine on my lungs. So, yeah, that's... Hope you didn't have a breath past that point. <laughs> no, I was definitely, definitely never driving after drinking. Um, I'm... I'm very cautious of that one. But, yeah, having something like swallowing go wonky is very stressful, (laughs) I have to say. It would be. And having to be really constantly conscious every swallow I do makes it very... There's a lot of effort that goes into eating and drinking now, which is very annoying. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if I can imagine that, but I can't can't think it'd be an easy transition mm. or trying to uh, adapt to that 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 fact. Because I know I would probably, <laughs> if that was me, I'd still be grabbing a glass and force of habit and not really thinking, and uh, probably land myself in a world of a uh, world of trouble with my. Uh, you there? Yeah, I, yeah, well, I wish I had access to a load of uh, specialists. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm not functionally bad enough at the minute, you know, but, uh, you know, I have my specialists. So just to give everyone a bit of an idea, I do have Brooks Beagler syndrome as well, which is um, a genetic fuck up on a cro- one of my chromosomes and what it does is I have a facial difference because I have trichoepitheliomas all over my face and as a child that was a bigger problem. You know, adults tend to be adults about it and not pointed out quite so often but definitely when I was a kid it was pretty awful having uh, a facial difference but I do have to go to specialists a lot because at any time any of my trichoepitheliomas could turn cancerous and also the particular chromosome that is fucked up is the one that is responsible for cancer fighting so I have no natural cancer fighting defense so if I get cancer I'm a bit fucked more than the normal person so anytime that there's, they tell me, you know, and this is, could be cancer anywhere through my body. So 
they always tell me if anything feels slightly wrong, I need to alert people. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm often at different specialists because of all of that. And it is very, very annoying. (laughs) Um, and it ramped up last year, which was a bit frustrating, but it's kind of why I also love doing the podcast because, um, it's something that like, it's something that can be done around everything else I have to do. And we get often get to talk to people who are in the sector because they too have some sort of disability. So for example, like having a facial difference years ago when I was, you know, 20, in my early 20s, I worked for Big W and a few times I'd have customers come up to me and go, what's wrong with your face? Um, so one time I said to a customer, oh, it's cancer and I'm going to die <laughs> because I just thought it was so rude. And then other times it's happened has been things like when I've gone in to pay for petrol, the person on the other side of the glass at the register says, you know, what's what's wrong with your face? Or, you know, oh, I know a cream that can help that. And I'm like, there's not a cream in the fucking world that can help this. <laughs> I know. I Thanks talk- for your uninformed opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I'll file that away in bullshit land. Like, the, the fact that people feel that it is okay to comment on um, someone with a facial difference is sort of a source of amusement to me, but also I find it ridiculous. I really only had two participants. I expect participants a little more, but luckily it's only happened twice and I, I just said, oh, look, I was just born with it as just something simple to explain and, you know, essentially that's that's true. <laughs> um, although it does, it generally does get, you get more trichoepitheliomas on your face typically in puberty, which is, you know, always the best time to look more strange um, <laughs> or different. So, yeah, that's... That was my year last year and I hope that this year is a little more calm but so far it doesn't feel like it's going to be. Yeah, so with swallowing I I need to use straws all the time with drinking liquid because somehow that's I figured out that helps and so we have a host of metal straws in our house now. I love the good old metal straws. They're better than the paper ones. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, I can't deal with the sensor. It likes the texture. Like one after like the two steps and it starts to fall apart. Nah, can't do that. But yeah, that's got to be quite a bit of a sort of an adjustment that you need to sort of continually consciously think of as well. Like as I said, I would be off just grabbing my my glass without thinking about it. Yeah, so the few times that I did, I straight away had a problem and after I figured out I needed straws and so it very 
very quickly solidified in my head, I need straws. <laughs> um, because otherwise I get a chest infection, so which is just not fun. Mm. And, you know, mm. potentially no die. <laughs> like, Oh, well, we don't want that. So that, I'm very glad that you found the straws there to help with the, the assistive technology point there. Yes. <laughs> It's good. How? Tell me a bit about your year last year. It was definitely a year. <laughs> <laughs> it was, no, look, it was a very good year overall. Uh, look, there was definitely some challenges. Some people may not, may or may not know my mum passed away pretty early in the year, early mid-year um, there, smack bang in some pretty big work contracts that I had going on. Um, so this year being the first year without mum around for Christmas as well, and then everything else I had going on with cancelling, it was a bit to sort of sort of work through and understand there. Not, not that I don't take a very pragmatic view around all of this. And I did have, like, mum had, as a lot of listeners know, mum has had ailments and Ill issues since before I was born. So it wasn't that I wasn't expecting it or didn't have a bit of a thing but the context around how she passed is what the infuriating part was so she was at a nursing home and she ended up with a perforated bowel but two weeks before that when I was heading up to the DSC conference she was calling me up going I'm pregnant I'm having Jesus's baby so Jumping through the the mental hoops is because mum mum had also psychosocial issues. It was very much trying to, oh okay, cool, all right, let's work through this. But she was in a nursing home, and she had nurses there looking at. Uh, like this is the frustrating point. She was in care, and they didn't notice this. And even she the... noticed it enough to say, yeah. "I'm pregnant." She thinks she's pregnant because her belly looks different. Yeah. So this is the angry part about this all for me is that she was in a a facility that the staff should have noticed this. And more so, even more annoyingly, the head admin lady after mum passed away and I went to the nursing home to collect her belongings, response after I told her was, oh, she was very sick for a very long time. Yes, she had been sick, but she'd survived through so much trauma and it should not have been a perforated bowel in a nursing home. That was her demise because she wanted to live to 110. God bless her socks to my horror. I <laughs> um, <laughs> love her dearly. But, it, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a bit different sort of not having my around for Christmas and that and everything else that was going on. But I, overall, I am... I did have a good year. It was great for great starting up all access pass. Good seeing what's coming out of the NDIS review and where we're sort of potentially moving into and really kind of did enjoy the break. I did get some downtime too as well. I didn't, didn't spend the whole time reading it and I still haven't finished it all. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of pages there, but yeah, it was, it was overall, I'm very much looking forward to a new year. Yeah. So, so am I. And I'm, most excited about our live show. So definitely. Please make sure you buy tickets. Um they are selling fast. So 
get on it so that we can see you there. Only people who are there on the day will get to ask questions of us on the day. Uh, So buy tickets and ask your questions. Awesome. Well, I'm very much looking for the rest of this year, Hannah, and all our guests coming on and the live recording and anything, all our other sort of projects we're sort of been discussing. So we wish all our listeners a very happy new year and all the best. And we'll look forward to chatting with you all, hopefully. Yes, on the 19th of January. Bye. Huzzah! Thank you for listening. Please share with people you know. Until next time, as the Green Brothers say, don't forget to be awesome.